Hey, it's your girl, Ashley Gray, coming to you with another episode of Girl Code 101. Today's topic, raise your view, not your voice. Reloaded. Stay tuned. Hey, welcome to another episode of Girl Code 101. If this is your first time listening, welcome. You picked a great day to be listening. If you are a returning listener, you already know how this is about to go. Man, listen, <laughs> I am so excited to talk about this topic because I feel like a lot of times when I talk about different topics on my show, it's when I come back and get some more experience, it's some more perspective that I get to come and um, speak about it again, but from a different perspective. So um, if you've been following since June 25th, 2018, when the very first episode of Girl Code 101 came out, you already know that I've done an episode on this topic. Um, but the reason why I wanted to do it where it was like a relo- reloaded version is because I, two years later, um, have gained some more perspective on the topic and so it gives me a little bit more insight and I'm hoping that I'm able to um, share some different tips um, from knowing more about this topic so the whole raise your view not your voice thing is something that I came up with and I was just like that is so bomb like raise your view not your voice and if you're just trying to figure out like what does that even mean so basically when basically when I say Um, raise your view and not your voice, Um, make your point of view louder than you are. And I think sometimes this is difficult because um, especially when we're having like really, uh, really deep conversations and we're really passionate about it. We, you know, tend to um, bring our volume up louder. My husband says it all the time. Like, you know, you're, I could tell you're really passionate about something because you're like borderline yelling. So, you know, I, I have to remind myself to like, you know, bring my tone down. But um, this is also so important, even when you are um, having a disagreement with someone. And I think if more of us learn, excuse me, how to raise our viewpoints instead of our voices, I really believe that we can definitely get somewhere as far as it comes to communication. And, you know, just so many different things that I've been seeing on social media and in news. um, I think the thing that really um, got my attention was some of the our famous um, athletes have taken a brief mo- a brief moment to protest the injustice and the police brutality in our country, and that to me was one of those moments where it was like they definitely raised that view that they had, and they didn't even have to yell. And I think that that was so powerful. And, you know, at first, it, you know, it started off with like a couple people saying, you know, they were boycotted. And then the, some of the um, people in the NBA were saying it. And I was like, what? Like, their profession, what they do for a living, they were willing to put on hold to basically say that we are not agreeing with the injustice and the police brutality that is going on in our nation like we are not standing for it and so it's so crazy because I I've seen I've gone and read the comments just to kind of get a a viewpoint of of where people stand on some things and like 
the comments that I've read are horrible. Like some people have commented like you're a basketball player, stay in your place or you're a tennis player, just stay in your place. Or, you know what I'm saying? Um, how am I going to watch the new se- the NBA season, the playoffs and stuff um, when y'all are doing this? There's other ways you can do this. You know what I'm saying? And just, you know, just different negative things. And what I think a lot of people don't understand is these are not just athletes, Okay, these are human beings that saw that something was wrong in our nation and has something that has been continuing continually being wrong in our in our nation. And they were not going to stand by it. And for me to see that, to see the impact, because I mean, think about it. I can tell you a list of people who watched the NBA playoffs you know what I'm saying? And they're just, you know, for them to just be like, whoa, like, we're not going to play was just, it was just, so, I don't know, it was just so, it was so powerful to me. And I feel like that's one of those examples of raising your view and not your voice. You didn't hear, you didn't hear not one of those athletes scream or holler or, or catch an attitude or anything like that. You didn't see any of that, but just the, the, the statement that they made was we're not gonna play and you know there's someone that's listening right now with that perspective of you know what I'm saying just you're an athlete just play and my response would be you're wrong you are definitely 100% wrong okay we have to learn how to raise our views in a way that gets what we need done but at the same time is not always yelling, is not always um, confrontation. And it's and it's crazy because you have so many different people that are yellers. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, me when I'm passionate about something, my volume gets a little high. But I'm, I'm specifically talking about those that just, they just yell, they just spew out their view in the most negative, nasty way. But the crazy thing is they expect to be heard at 100% capacity, but it's hard to hear you. It's hard to hear what you're saying when you're yelling. And that's, you know, that's one of the things like I tell my teens when, you know, they have a disagreement with each other and they're yelling at each other. I, I usually tell them we, I don't know what it is that you're standing for because you're yelling so loud and people think, oh, if I yell loud, I'll get my point across. If, if I shout as loud as I can over the person that I'm talking to, then for sure, my point will matter the most. I will be heard the most. And it doesn't work like that. Like for me, if you're yelling in an argument, I'm going to step back and we're done with the conversation. I don't want to hear anything else you have to say. I don't want to hear any anything else pertaining to your views or how you feel about Because my whole thing is, if you feel like You have to yell to get your point across. I low-key kind of feel like your point is kind of empty. It's like an empty point. Because if you think about people who really have a solid base viewpoint on something, you don't hardly ever see them yell and scream at the top of their lungs. Why? Because they know that they have their, their viewpoint has weight to it. 
it has weight to it. You know what I'm saying? It's not something that is just baseless and 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 not even important, but it's something that has weight to it. And another thing with people who um, just decide to just use their volume regardless, you miss a lot of things. And you miss the opportunity to grow and to learn from someone else when you're just yelling and screaming because you're not getting all of the information you need. And you find this out a lot with people who really don't have a lot of information about their viewpoint, then they'll start yelling. You know, they'll just start yelling the few things that they said within their viewpoint. But if they're if they're yelling the whole time, they're not paying attention to um, to anything pertaining to what somebody's talking to. Um, in Panama City, we um, for Juneteenth, we did um, we did a, a peace walk. And um, after that, we kind of had like a bunch of us kind of stand like on the sidewalks, you know, with our signs and, you know, different things like that. And there, it was so cool because it was a, such a variety of color, um, background, age. It was just really awesome. Um, and so we were standing there with our signs and I was standing by this lady and she was white. And her thing was, her sign said, um, if all lives matter, then why aren't you out here with us? And the, um, the all lives matter was in different colors, you know, saying, basically saying, you know, so many people say all lives matter. Well, if they do, how come you're not upset and out here with us, you know, uh, protesting the different, um, injustices that have been going on. So we were standing there with our signs and we were talking and stuff. And so you, as cars were coming by, I'm telling you, it's a, it was a variety of different responses. You had some people that would honk their horns. It's like, yes, you know, like I support this. And you have other people that just kind of rolled by us, gave us dirty looks and you can hear some of their comments in their cars and stuff. So it was like, okay. <laughs> but one guy, he drove by and saw her sign did not read her sign but proceeds to yell yeah that's what i'm talking about all lives matter and so like me and the lady just like looked at each other and looked at her sign and looked up at each other again and just bust out laughing so like all you saw was the all lives matter part you didn't see the part where it said if all if all lives matter how come you're not out here with us type thing so just kind of going back to that just like using like you when you're yelling when you're in that that heat of the moment where you're just in those few um minutes and you don't pay attention what what'll end up happening is literally you'll just be yelling with no type of base to your point nothing to nothing heavy to support it and i think that that's so difficult because like i said if we all got into a mindset of raising our views and not our voice we can have some really serious conversations i feel like that would better help us as a nation because especially now when you're on the topic of all lives matter um, versus Black Lives Matter and, you know, things like this. A lot of people who say all lives matter, they're just, you know, they're assuming that black lives are saying um, only black lives matter. And that's not the case at all. What we're saying is at this critical time right now where black people are being killed at a substantially high rate, we're saying that we're almost kind of like a reminder, like, hey, 
black lives do matter. We matter. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's frustrating when we say black lives matter and then in a retort, it's all lives matter. You know what I'm saying? And I just kind of feel like we need to get to a point where people who support black lives matter and, and, and people who support all lives matter need to sit and have a conversation so that they can understand the other person's viewpoint. So we can, so people can understand like, yes, we know all lives, they should matter. They should. But right now, how it's looking in our nation, we feel like our lives are not being protected. You know what I'm saying? So if we could get in a, in a, in a place where we can raise our views higher than our volume and our voices and the hate that is brung to conversations that make us feel uneasy, I feel like we can get somewhere. I feel like we can really tackle a lot of the difficult issues that come up in our world. And it's so crazy because we depend on our president. We depend on our local officials. We depend on, you know what I'm saying, police to to do all these things, to um, basically lay out a foundation that basically takes responsibility for some of the stuff that we can take responsibility for. We can have forums where we can sit and talk about different issues. And even if we walk out of that forum at the end of the day and don't fully agree, we have actually sat down and allowed each perspective to be fully evaluated and we can move on. But you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just crazy. Just the whole concept of just allowing our volume to be higher than our views. I think that that is the most difficult, painful thing to know that we can't even like, I don't know if anybody's ever heard, but like the conversations that are just like, you don't talk about religion and politics. Why not? Like, I'm just being like, just being honest and transparent. And please like, let me know. Send me DMs. Like, I would love to know, like, why is it that we can't talk about religion and politics without ending friendship, <laughs> ending friendships, um, fussing and fighting and cussing? Like, why can't we do that? As a society, we have not been taught to communicate. We've been taught our perspectives and it's difficult for us to accept anybody else's perspective. And I'm just blown by that because especially as an adult, the more and more I begin to um, discover where I stand on different things and to have people that I know um, believe the opposite my responses to certain things. Now, let me just, let me just be really clear. (laughs) Let me just be really clear. Like in the areas of, I like vanilla ice cream versus I like chocolate. We could still be friends. You know what I'm saying? But if you're supporting racism, if you're supporting injustice, if you're supporting, um, basically not treating everybody like they're equal, and being okay with that, that's where I have a problem. Because if you're, if only certain people are okay with you, I may not be in that group of certain people. And even if I am in that group of certain people, I'm a person where whether you're black, whether you're white, whether you're Hispanic, whether you're gay, whether you're straight, whatever, I'm going to treat you with respect and I'm going to treat you with common decency. And if your views only are okay with a couple of 
groups of people that you can be respectful to and the other ones you can't that's where me and you have an issue now in that instance that is the perfect time for me to raise my view about how I feel about what you believe rather than my voice you know what I'm saying but it's crazy we don't know how to we don't know how to fully do that we don't know how to get our point across without yelling, without fussing with each other. You know what I'm saying? With, we, we, we don't know how to do those things without disagreeing and just walking away. We have to argue. We have to fuss. We have to get a whole bunch of people on our side and that person get a whole bunch of people on their side. And we got to be mad at each other and, you know, bash each other in the comment sections on Facebook. And, you know, we got we to gotta do all of those different things. But at the end of the day, how many of us actually sat down with the person that we have different views with and actually have a conversation as to why they believe the way they believe? But I don't know, y'all may not, <laughs> y'all may not be ready to to have that conversation, cause you know, just being honest, some people they haven't mastered the raising their view, not their voice. A lot of times, some of us we don't know anything else besides raising my voice. And if you hear me, you hear me. But if you don't, you don't. But it's okay because I was louder than you. Like that's the perspective of some people. Like I have a viewpoint, but I'm gonna be loud louder than you so even if you don't hear my viewpoint I still won the conversation because I was louder than you and that is the most childish thing ever and nothing ever gets done and nothing ever gets to a place of being um to basically just being a place where we can communicate but I'm going to give you some tips today to help you raise your view and not your voice so stay with me I will be right back Hey, guess what? You now can advertise with Girl Code 101. Go to Girl Code 101 Podcast at gmail.com. That's Girl Code 101 Podcast at gmail.com. This gives you the opportunity to have your ads running up to four Girl Code 101 episodes at a time. And it just all depends on where you want your ad to go. That's Girl Code 101 Podcast at gmail.com. I cannot wait to collaborate with you. Hey, everybody, welcome back. So previously, I spoke about raising your view and not your voice, because with raising your voice, a lot of times people don't get to hear what you really stand for. All they hear is you yelling. And for most people, that is okay. because their whole mindset is as long as I won this screaming match, I'm good even though I may have had a really solid perspective. I'm just going to yell. You know what I'm saying? So I'm providing you with three tips to help you raise your view and not your voice. And this is one of those things where you actually have to put this in motion and try this a couple of times. Now, am I going to, am I telling you, oh, just apply these things. And, and as soon as you have a, a conversation about, I don't know, whatever it is that is really passionate to you, I'm not going to sit here and say that you are not going to raise your voice immediately, but this is a thing of getting control of yourself and learning how to listen and raise your view and not always your voice. So number one, learn to have a conversation. <laughs> okay. So if we were to take a poll to see how many people could say they know how to have a conversation 
and then you actually put them in an environment to have a conversation, you would soon find out that they have no clue how to have a conversation. Okay. You have the people that do the majority of the talking. And then you have the people who are listeners. And then you have the people that only listen to be able to respond. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you have to learn how to have a conversation. You have to learn how to listen to what someone is saying and be able to let them express themselves. Okay. And then at the same time, it's okay for you to have a viewpoint after they've expressed something, but don't just listen to them to get ready to have a viewpoint. Okay. I've talked to people that I have watched them get antsy because they were waiting on me to finish so they could just go ahead and just spew whatever it is that they were going to say. And I'm like, wow, you heard nothing. Got it. Okay. So wasted my breath. Cool. So, so we have to learn how to communicate and have a conversation with people. And this is really important because it's one thing if you have your own view and your own perspective about something, but it's a whole different other ball game when you have somebody who either thinks the same as you or does not think the same as you, because don't just think, Oh, if someone has the same viewpoint as me, we're cool. We can both raise our views. That's not true. That's not true at all because here are two passionate people about a perspective and this person wants to be able, and they don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to have a conversation. Okay. So you have one person that's listening to you talk and they're so passionate about it. They can't even listen to you because they're so ready to give you their um, response to what you just said and more. So you have two passionate people, which is fine, but you have two passionate people discussing a perspective that aren't even fully listening to each, listening to each other and are trying to raise their view. And what do you end up having? Two people yelling and yeah, two people raising their voice. Okay. So we need to learn how to have a conversation. Listen, not to respond, but listen to what someone is saying. Take in what it is that you're, what they're saying. Okay. Ask questions about what it is that they, that they have said, you know what I'm saying? Don't just listen to them to have a response. And the people who are talkers, this is me. My hand is up right now. Us talkers. I know we're passionate. I know that we just love to just, ah, and just go. But, and I'm even learning this communicating with my husband. Sometimes we got to pass the mic. (laughs) Sometimes we have to pass the mic to somebody else. Yes, we have so much we want to say. Yes, we're so passionate about it and we just want to just get it out. But at the same time, this is where a lot of this is where a lot of times people start to raise their voice because they have a viewpoint too. But you've just been laying out your viewpoint and and cutting people off and not letting them, you know, say what they need to say. And this ends up producing people who just raise their voice because they never get a chance to raise their view. You see what I'm saying? So us talkers pass the mic, just It'll come back to us. And I say us because this is me. It will come back to us. But in the meantime, in between time, pass the mic. Okay. So we had to learn how to have a conversation. Number two, you are not always right. Gosh, somebody is mad right now. Like, what do what do you mean? I'm not always right. <laughs> but no, seriously, like, you're not always right. Ashley, you're not always right. I know. <laughs> but 
you're not always right okay everything everybody has an opinion everybody has built an opinion based around what they know okay there are things that are facts that are 100 percent you know what I'm saying? It's 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 okay. It is okay to not always be right. And that is a difficult, difficult thing for a lot of people. Because a lot of people will say, you know what I'm saying? I know I'm right. I know I'm right. I know I'm right. It's, it's all good. I know I'm right. And it's like, not always. You know? So... Get into and get into a mindset of realizing that you're not always right. That somebody probably probably has walked this journey longer than you and you may not know everything. And that is okay. But you can't always be right. And like I said, this makes this produces people who raise their voice because they always feel like they're right. They have talked it over in their brain. They have walked, paced back and forth, discussing this viewpoint. And this is how they know that they're right. But when they come to someone else and that person says that's not right, it's they don't know how to take it. So I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to prepare you now. You're not going to always be right. So get that in your brain. I know, I know. I know you have to be right all the time. I know. And I know that everybody else is wrong and you're right, but that's not true. Sorry. It's not. You're not always right. Okay. Okay. Number three, allow others to share their perspective. This was really big with me. And this allowed, this allowed me to understand the people that were around me, but this also helped me get a perspective as far as who they are, you know what I'm saying? Allow people to express their perspective. Even if you don't agree, even if it boils your blood because you feel like that's not right, allow them to express their perspective because you really don't know what they've experienced or what they've been around that has shaped that perspective. Okay. So I'm saying allow them to share that perspective because you would never know where a person stands if you never allowed them to share their perspective. I've been seeing a lot of people on TikTok and a lot of people on Facebook have been saying, you know, I, I've had to walk away from friends or family or I've been disowned by family and friends because I have learned their perspective of where they stand um, on injustice and racism and I found I had there was like one girl on TikTok she found she's been friends with somebody for years and she just found out that that person did not like African Americans at all did not like them and had kind of been you know doing racist things on the sly but she never noticed until she allow her to share her perspective or even ask her what she thought you know with all of these different things that are going on in the world this is the perfect time for people to just kind of have conversations to kind of get people's perspective I'm not saying go and uh, scroll through your family and ask them their perspective on racism and injustice and police brutality so you can disown them I'm not saying that but what I'm saying is have conversations 
So not only are you allowing people to share their perspective, but you're also getting an idea on where the people that you've been close to or the people that you just know stand on certain issues. So you know how to respond and you know what your next steps are going to be. Okay. So allow people to share their perspective. Number four is a really, really, really big one. This is a really, 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 really big one because this has been some things that have been going on in our nation right now. Okay. Number four, it is okay to change what you think when you've gotten more knowledge. This, okay. Yeah, this, that, that is definitely, 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 definitely a huge, huge, huge thing. Okay. It is okay to change your mind on a view when you've gained more knowledge. Okay. It's, it's difficult because we form perspectives and we rock with those perspectives for years. They, they are the basis for how we, um, view our ethics, our morals, how we raise our families, the type of people we're around, what we like, what we don't like. But when we learn, when we get more information, a lot of times people get more information and they still don't get it. They still stick with the same views that they've had. Mind you, they've gained the knowledge to know that something that they may be supporting isn't right. But it's difficult because that is all they've believed for so long. But I'm telling you, this has definitely been me um, on my walk with Christ. The more I read about God, um, the more I read the Bible, just different things that I've learned. I can say okay, well, I didn't know that then, but I know, I know that now. So I can, I can change how I see this situation or this, I can see how I can see how I can, um, see that person differently now because I've gained this knowledge, you know what I'm saying? So it's always important to keep learning, keep growing, but it is definitely okay for you to change something in your perspective when you've gotten more knowledge and we'll hold on more legitimate knowledge because <laughs> Facebook posts are not gaining new knowledge. Okay. <laughs> um, um, Instagram ads are not helping you gain new knowledge. Okay. I know, especially for me, um, just getting ready for, um, the presidential election and just trying to get a perspective on, where these people stand on some of the things that I'm passionate about, some of these views, you know what I'm saying? I go to actual legitimate websites and get information about, I've gotten information about our president. Now I've gotten information about our vice president, about Joe Biden, about Camilla Harris. Like I've, I've been doing my research because I understand that I don't know it all and that I'm not always right. Okay. And I understand that I am choosing to vote and put my view, putting my vote out there, um, as it pertains to something pertaining to the two people that will run, beat my president and my VP for the next four years. So I have to do my research, you know what I'm saying? So the more I do my research, the more I know and learn that I don't really know a lot. So I have to keep doing more in-depth research because I'm not going to show up on voting day 
and just pick any and everybody. I have to know that I'm picking someone that's going to represent what I believe as much as possible. You know what I'm saying? So it is okay for you to change your perspective or even shape up your perspective as you gain knowledge. You, it's not okay for you to gain knowledge and realize this isn't right, but go along with it anyway, because you've been doing it like this for years. You see what I'm saying? So let me just go back and review. These are four ways to help you raise your view and not your voice. Number one, learn how to have a conversation. Learn to not just listen to respond, but listen and take it in. If you're a talker, learn to pass the mic. Let someone else share their perspective. Okay. Number two, you are not always right. Sorry. It is what it is. Okay. We're not perfect people. Things happen. You're not always right. Okay. Number three, allow others to share their perspective. This helps this person to feel like their perspective and their views matter, but it also lets you know where a person stands on certain things. Even if you agree or disagree, it lets you um, have an insight. Okay. And number four, it is okay to change your views or your perspectives. The more knowledge you gain. Okay, so I'm Ashley Gray. I hope you have a fantastic week. Make sure that you tune in next Sunday um, at five o'clock Central Standard Time. I will be going live for a new episode of Girl Code 101. I will be going live every first and third Sunday on the Girl Code 101 Facebook page. So you can go to Girl Code 101. I mean, you can go to Facebook dot com slash it's a girl code 101 girl code 101 i s s a girl code 101 and you can always go to www.girlcode101.com to hear any episode that has already been released okay so have a fantastic week raise that view and not that voice peace hey So, you know you don't have to wait until Sunday to hear an episode of Girl Code 101, right? Go to anchor.fm slash girlcode101. As soon as you click on that link, it will take you to any platform that you listen to podcasts. Whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you go, go to any one of those links and you can listen to any episode of Girl Code 101 that has already been released. Make sure, though, that you continue to tune in every Sunday at 6 o'clock Central Standard Time to hear the latest episode of Girl Code 101. Remember, these are great tips, but if you apply them, they will change your life.